Welcome to Pens on the Go. This is episode one and my name is Albert. Hello everyone. Um, welcome to my new show. I hope you guys enjoy this and I hope this actually works out. This is a show where I get to talk about my fountain pens and my inks and that sort of stuff. Um, the thing is, I'm going to be recording this on the way to work. You know, it's a, I have about 15-20 minute commute after I drop off my son. And so once in a while I plan to record myself while I'm driving to work talking. Um, and this is uh, trying to do. This is the fourth time I tried to do this, by the way. Um, the first one wasn't so good, but I tried it out. You know, okay, I recorded a second one. I was pretty happy with it. Uh, and when I went to take it out of my my uh, voice recorder, it said the file was corrupt. I couldn't read it. I tried fixing the file, and it just deleted the whole folder. So I lost that second one. This is number number three was not so great, I thought. So this is number four. We'll see how many time how many takes I take before I get it done. Anyway, um, I said I'm gonna be talking about fountain pen, so let me try and start talking about that. My point is to just talk for about 15 minutes and not do like reviews and stuff like that or news or anything. Just you know, chatting on my thoughts. I've I've gone and made a list of different subjects I could talk about. I think I have like 20 or so things. So you know. I think I have ideas for a while. Um, today, I guess, will be an introduction. Uh, I'd see. Here's a tricky thing. Here's a tricky thing. I'm not used to to just rambling and talking like this, so this may be challenging. Hopefully, there's not too many ums and uh, but there might be. So, fountain pens. <clears throat> I actually got into fountain pens about a year and a half ago. Uh, I was at a Walgreens and I was looking at the stationery department and I saw that they had a fountain pen. I think it was a zebra or something or other. And so I bought it. You know, I'd been sort of curious always about fountain pens, but deliberately avoided them. And this was only like eight or ten dollars. So I said, okay, I'll give it a try. And it didn't go so well. I didn't kind of like it. I was using upside down, I think. I just wasn't sure what I was doing. Um, but then one day I, I bump, I see my friend Tim and we're talking. And he also happens to have gotten into fountain pens recently. And he shows me his Lime Safari. And he explains, oh yeah, the, if it goes with the nib side facing up and, and whatnot. And and that helped a lot. He, he liked his Lime Safari, so I went ahead and ordered one also. It was a white one. And I really like that pen. And I liked trying all these different ink colors that I found online. And it just, you know, from there it kept going and going and going and going. So, you know, before that, you know, I think I first got into using into nice pens and that sort of thing when I was living in San Francisco. I'd say I was about 25 and my sister had moved to Paris. We grew up in uh, South Florida, in Hialeah, Florida. And, and I was on the plane visiting her for the first time, first time traveling to Europe. I said, you know, I'm going to buy myself a nice gift to celebrate. So I'm looking at the airline catalog and they have a... It was a Swiss Army pen. Uh, I think it was like a rollerball or ballpoint. I don't remember. And it was pretty nice. It was about like $50 or so. so I, mean, I thought it was huge. Keeping in mind, this is what, 25 years ago? Uh, so mid-90s. So I went ahead and bought it. Loved the pen. Really enjoyed it. Got other nice-ish pens later on. I found a Leverage Catalogs. Actually, I probably already seen Leverage Catalogs at some point. But I got... I ordered a couple pens from there. I remember having a Levenger Gotham, which is a really nice pen. I thought it was a blue one. And I had that for a while until it, one day I went to click it and it wasn't clicking. I opened it and the insides had just 
broken and rusted. I had no idea how. So I threw it out, which is a mistake. I should have kept it. I, you know, in hindsight, I could have bought parts off eBay and fixed it. Um, that Swiss Army pen also broke at some point or got lost. I have no idea what, what happened to that one. I no longer own it. The White Lamb Safari broke that. I seem to have a track record of breaking pens, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, before that, I mentioned I, I avoided fountain pens deliberately. That was because I'd had a bad experience it, before I moved to San Francisco. This was working for Levi Strauss in Florida as a small office. And one of the managers from one of the Caribbean offices was in town and I needed to sign something. So he gave me his pen. It was a fountain pen. He said, you know how to use this, right? And I was dumb and young and didn't want to admit I didn't know how to use a pen. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And I tried to ride with it. I think I was using it upside down and got ink on my hand and took it away. He said, no, no, you're doing it wrong. You know, after that, I was a little bit traumatized, right? So I avoided him. I mean, not the guy, but the fountain pen. Um, and... And so, yeah, so I've waited for years. And, you know, those Leventure catalogs, I remember looking through them and seeing all these nice pens, including fountain pens, but I was saying, nah, I don't like fountain pens. Complicated. Uh, those ink bottles that Leventure had, sure, are nice. So, sure, boy, if you need to get one of those, but I have I got to get a fountain pen. And I remember seeing the Lamy Safaris in there, fountain pens and roller balls and whatnot, and thinking, eh, I don't like how they look so much. But now I do. Now I like them. Um, you know, times and tastes change. As a matter of fact, that white lamy I had, I really liked a lot. I really enjoyed it. And then one day I was using it, and I noticed that the when I went to sh shut it, it didn't snap shut. As a matter of fact, it wouldn't shut all the way necessarily. I had to kind of push it hard to make it shut. I'm not sure what happened, but I guess the the little cap inside the the little thing inside the cap somehow got to stretch and damage over time, and it no longer snapped. So I decided to take the cap apart and see if I could fix it. I took it apart. That was a little bit tricky, but I managed it. There's a lot of videos online. If you need to do any pen repair, you can usually find videos. Uh, proceed with caution because it's most of the stuff I've seen is not necessarily super hard, but it definitely helps to practice. And you know, you can, you can practice on those first pens you try it on, basically. So anyway, I took it apart. I lost the piece that held the all the components together. I think it was an O-ring or something like that. I lost a little metal or plastic ring. And so the cap would no longer come together and stay together. So that pen went away. I replaced it with a red Lamy Safari. And one day I left it on my table, my, my table in my game room to dry. And after washing it. And my dog found it and chewed on the cap and pretty much crushed the cap to make it totally unusable. So another pen down. At some point, I get to tell you about all my broken pens. They seem to be terrible with them. Um, but I, uh, about a month ago, I realized, you know what? I could take these two broken pens and fix one of them, make the white one work again. So that's what I did. I took the the red cap apart, which is pretty hard to do, honestly, because it's so crushed. The And got the piece that I was missing and put it in the white pen again. And now that pen works again, which is great. I was very happy about that. Um... So what pens am I using now? Today, I have inked a couple different pens. I have, let me see, currently, the one I'm using mostly, because what I tend to do is I tend to keep one or two pens inked at a time. It's what I like. Just have two pens inked and I'll carry with me, and I'll use one and the other one's a backup, pretty much. And when that first one finishes, I can switch to the second one and then ink a new pen. 
I'm so constantly rotating which pens and which inks I'm using. I so currently I have currently what I have inked is a Visconti Rembrandt. It's it has stipula musk green ink, which I you know, I heard a lot about online recently. I said I'm gonna try it. it. Sounds interesting, but I don't think I like it so much. Uh, now I'm using it with a 1.5 stub nib, which I just put on the pen. I ordered that nib and that ink together from HuleyPens.com, and and trying it out, and it's okay. I'm having a little bit of trouble getting the pen to write consistently, and it seems to be a, a lot to do with the angle I hold it in or hold it at. But uh, you know, I'm getting better and better at it, and I'm having less trouble. But sometimes I start writing, it's just it's dry and it's, I gotta figure out how to shift the angle to make it work. The the nib was interesting because I bought, well when I bought the pen I first bought it with a fine nib because that's all I was in stock and I really wanted a medium. I got the fine, I had to but it wouldn't write all the time, it would have you know, dry starts and all this and it was frustrating. Um, I don't remember if I tried smoothing it out to get it to work or anything but it, it was troublesome but I still enjoyed the pen. I really liked that pen a lot and I enjoyed using it. But eventually, somebody was selling the replacement nibs, and I ordered the medium. And the thing is, the pen is the um, special ops color, which is green, and has a black nib, black metal parts, and all that. So I ordered a replacement black nib, and it's medium, and it is awesome. I love that nib. It works great. So I replaced it with that. You know, you basically just unscrew the nib unit and screw in the new one. Then I got this one, this 1.5 millimeter stub and I unscrewed it. It's not black, it's silver, because that's all that seems to be available for a stub nib there. But I unscrewed the old nib unit and put in the new one, and when I went to stick the converter, it will not stick in. Um, I take the nib unit back out, put the converter on it, and it seems to stick. So I guess the, the length is shorter or something, and it just won't attack. So what I ended up having to do is pull the nib out from the other nib unit, the one that was working fine, and pull and put the 1.5 nib in that older nib unit. And now it's working. Um, so it took a little bit of fiddling and making it work. That seems to be a thing with fronting pens, I guess, isn't it? You, you kind of got to make them work sometimes. They're, you know, they're complex, highly engineered pieces of equipment, but they're still very, I don't know, um, home-brewed feeling sometimes. E even like some big brand. And I get that that Visconti is a brand that does have a reputation for quality issues, but it isn't just Visconti, it's what I've seen, personally. So, I was talking about my ink pens, the Visconti Rembrandt with musk green, and uh, Lamy Safari with, no, I'm sorry, Lamy Vista, with Colorverse Voyager 1 Pale Blue Dot. Uh, I haven't really used that one yet, I'm looking forward to trying it. I did try, this is from a limited edition set, there's four inks in the set, right, if you don't know it. The Voyager 1 series is four inks themed on the Voyager 1 spacecraft that was sent out to space in 1977, according to the Colorverse package. Um, and so they made a limited edition of 1977 inks, and they're all themed around the Voyager 1 capsule. There is, let me see, the first one I used was called Golden Record, which I guess is the record that was shipped in the capsule with voices and recordings and stuff like that. Uh, the second one, this one is Pale Blue Dot. There's another one called Jupiter Flyby and then Interstellar Space. I haven't tried those last two yet. The 
the first one, the golden record, is cool because you write on it, it comes out a nice dark red color, but it dries to brown, which I hadn't seen that before. That's a really neat effect. Um, I mean, it's definitely red when it comes out, and it's definitely brown when it dries. There's no confusion. My wife pointed out it's sort of like blood, I guess. It comes out deep red, but dries to brown. And so a better name for that would have been blood ink, but, but I guess that doesn't fit so well with uh, Voyager 1 series. And all, all those color things are seem to be space names so far. Anyway, so <clears throat> so I haven't tried the pale blue dye yet. I, I've been told that they all change colors, I think. I don't, I don't know. I've heard that or read that. We'll see. I haven't really used the pale blue dye yet. But I have that in the Lamy Vista. Um, I have a few other ink, inks pen. I have a few other pens inked, including the Lamy Safari with black ink. And some Japanese Delike pen. It's called Delike. I think I want to call it Delike. I don't know why, but somewhere I heard somebody say Delike the other day on a podcast or something or YouTube video. But I have I have that ink with an extra fine nib with Pilot Irishizuku Amaido. Um, very nice. But I don't use those too much. I don't like fine nibs so much. I prefer broad medium nibs. I think. I think I enjoy the medium the most, but I, I want to go through the ink fast. I want to get a broad nib, or at least a wet nib. These these two other ones are very very fine, and I just pull them out infrequently right now. The Lamy Safari has been inked for like, I'd say five or six months now with that ink, and it's still pretty full. It's going to last a while. Maybe it's only two or three months. I'm not sure. Anyway, there we go. I've been recording 14 minutes now. I hope you found this show interesting or at least entertaining, and I hope the audio quality is bearable. I will continue and try and do this, and if it works, that's fantastic. If it doesn't, you know, it was an experiment. Um, if you have any questions or comments, please, please send me an email and let me know. Uh, any thoughts whatsoever would be appreciated. The email address is pensonthego at gmail.com. Uh, thanks, everyone. Bye.